Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever episode of Cold Readings, the show where we read an unproduced screenplay with absolute sincerity and act it out as well as we possibly can. I'm one of your hosts, John. I'm another one, Rich. And our special and probably constant guest actor, uh, Lisa. Say hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. I'm definitely. Oh, yeah. that was good. Thank you. <laughs> She's back. Not going to claim any hostiness. No, I. Yeah, and thank the you for reason that. for that is we want to be able to revoke your status at any time. <laughs> so it's, it's my house. <laughs> oh, that's true. The vampire rule doesn't doesn't apply. We can't just rescind her invitation and have her. Oh. Um, I thought that that was just a hip-hop claim of authority. <laughs> this is my house, my house, she insisted. Okay, so let me explain to everyone, especially Lisa, who doesn't know these rules, how this podcast work. The rule is that we are coming to a script that we've never seen, but we suspect might not be top quality, uh, and uh, we read it with absolute sincerity. So we are committing to this and not just committing to our performance, but we are committing to the idea that the author had for the script. So if the part is written racist, we're going to perform it racist. If the part is written upsetting, we're going to perform it upsetting because that's what the author wanted. But when we do this, we are also going, we have the option at any time to call timeout to talk about what has happened uh in the in the script and to make comments if you think that there's something that uh, you'd like to say about the writing that you've just observed um so the way it's going to work is that for this script i picked it so i'm going to be the director that means that uh i can i can stop us at any time too and i can ask for a reread or adjust your performance and we're that is, that is a lot of control to give john <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be doing this one nude, Lisa. <laughs> because the character's nude, I think. Uh, no, I can I can ask for ethical reasons to reread. Um, and we're going to, as we make choices, if we get through something and I don't change anything about it, about your performance, you're committed to it. So if you start reading a character as like... A frog, and then it turns out that they are a stockbroker. You're still going to keep reading them as a frog. I really wish people could see my face right now. Yeah, Lisa is showing me that she is perplexed by the idea of frogs. <laughs> with, but don't mostly worry. with my eyebrows. Our <laughs> listeners know what frogs sound like when they talk. Okay. All right. Wait. What question? Yes. How? What is our timeout signal? Are we like? Tapping our nose. I thought we would do it by the admittedly bizarre expedient of saying the words time out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I uh, think that I, I can remember that. I can remember that. Yeah. And we, we might just edit that out and replace it with a sound effect, too. I'm completely sober, so this should go well. Oh. No wonder you seem so unhappy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and... Uh, oh, the other rule, listeners, is that we are committed to not editing this performance. We will edit if somebody needs to go to the bathroom or something, but we're not going to cut anything out of our performance of these scripts. You're going to get it all, every possible moment of it. So, Lisa? Yes? Get out of your head. Get into your heart. Right. We're going to perform here. All right. So, listeners... Without further ado, we bring you our very first screenplay. 1313, A Star Wars Story by Jarl Tilap. Are you sure it's 1313? And not 1313? Or like 1313. Uh, we said 1313. We are now committed to that. Okay. Sure. Could be Ib-Ib. Oh. Uh, yeah. Ib- well, and this is where we need to take our first time out, because <laughs> even though I'm reading the script, there is an immediate warning sign here, given the amount of time that, that uh, Gerald Tillap spent designing the like logo of the, of the name of this script. He's, it's in a metallic sort of font that has rust on it. Is like, it rust? Yeah. <laughs> well, it could be blood. Or alien fluids. <laughs> <laughs> So, I I do feel like he for for the title he may have just 
like scanned the the the, the cover of his science notebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real possibility. <laughs> You not not worried at all that your wife literally on the first word of this script imagine an alien jizzing on something. I just said fluid. <laughs> oh, could, you're right. It could be shit. <sighs> wow, we're we're back, aren't we? <laughs> uh, all right. We got like a 200 page script here. This is going to be a really long. So proceeding from word nine of the script that we just started. <laughs> Sci-fi action adventure takes place between Revenge of the Sith and I don't New know what Hope. That means. I don't know what that means either. Those are two Star Wars movies. Do you know what Star Wars is? Yeah, but I don't know what the order of those things would be. It's, don't, it would don't take worry us about days it. to explain it to you. <laughs> takes place between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope after Return of the Jedi. Mm. Based on the characters and world created by George Lucas, concludes Boba Fett's story arc from the Clone Wars series. Mm. Who, okay. I feel like I need to know who Bubba Fett is. Uh, if it's, if it's have you seen any Star Wars movies? I have seen them. Remember the guy in green armor who... Um, like the awesome rocket pack guy with the helmet and the... He's he's the one who captures Han Solo at the end of Empire Strikes Back and then is killed at the beginning of Return of the Jedi by being knocked into the Sarlacc pit by accident, uh, almost, by Han Solo. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, I think, and I think the story is going to pick up right there. Okay. Uh, the first page of the script, the end of it, assures us that this is the third version. So <laughs> there's been a, like, we can tell this is going to be polished. <clears throat> Next page, premise. As Boba Fett is stuck in a state between life and death inside the Sarlacc pit, he remembers a time in the infamous level 1313 and how he became the best bounty hunter in the galaxy. Galactic Empire has come to power. The Great Jedi Purge is winding down as clone troopers hunt down and kill Last of the Jedi. But the Fett clones are degenerating due to their fast aging and turning against the Empire. When the unpleased Kamino cloners rebelled, that was the final nail on the coffin of clone troopers. I'm reading this word for word, listeners. Empire was in desperate need for new troops, trying to replenish its ranks with... No. You added a word to make it grammatically correct. Go back. (laughs) Empire was in desperate need for new troops, trying to replenish its ranks with drafting in alternative ways. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, remember when ISIS was trying all those alternative ways (laughs) to recruit? Lots of of really depressed rock music. As Empire struggles to maintain peace and order across the galaxy, the criminal factions like Hut Cartel and Black Sun relish in the shadows, profiting from the misery. But everything is about to change when young bounty hunter Boba Fett is heading to heart of the Empire Coruscant and finish some unfinished business. Man, I'm going to butcher a lot of these words. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure your excellent listening skills early on will come in handy later. I'm just glad that this is not a story of that big blob guy, because I really thought that's who Boba Fett was going to be. No, but the Hut cartel is run by big blob guy, Jabba the Hutt. That's a direct quote. He, he's here. So, Oh, man, I hope you get a chance to read that part. <laughs> so uh, now where a normal script would list the characters and some attributes about them, This script just casts them out of major Hollywood. So it says, main cast, Boba Fett, Temuera Morrison, who I believe is the guy who played Jango Fett in the prequel movies, young Boba Fett, Daniel Logan, Rhea Sorachi, Aubrey Plaza, that's a real get, Lem Barlow is Robert T. Bogue, Uh, Kellick is Nathan Fillion. Just his voice. (laughs) Gog is Paul Bettany. Just his voice. Uh, Aura Singh, Kerry Washington. Bosk Adewale. Oh, uh, Akinoye. You know, you know Adewale. He's great. Uh, clone General uh, Antion is Temuera Morrison again. Two people. Well, because he's a clone. Oh. Uh, General Ram Mok is Daniel Craig. Mm. So many franchises are going to be on pause to make this movie. <laughs> I know who like three of these actors are. <laughs> Prince Zizor is Eddie Redmayne. Guri is Sylvia Hawks. Lola Puluga is, Aman- is Amanda Seyfried. A lot of Les Miserables actors in this movie. Dengar is Ra- uh, Ray Fiennes. Mace Windu, Samuel L. Jackson. And Emperor Palpatine, the venerable Ian McDiarmid. Is he still alive? 
Well, anyway. Maybe we could make this a musical. Uh, I mean, is Carrie Fisher still alive? She's going to be in the next one. You're right. So. We'll CG him in. Okay. Uh, now, this page ends with warning. Contains strong violence and gore, strong language, adult themes, nudity. There it is. Here we go. Not a lot of scripts with that. <laughs> right, right up top. <laughs> it's important to give the rating to the reader. Rated R. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of studios won't read a script with adult themes, so you have to have that right up front. I hear Harvey Weinstein was big on that. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to put this filth near my face <laughs> unless it doesn't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> He was all about consent. <laughs> all right. Uh, exterior. Tatooine. Sarlacc pit. Day. Lucasfilm logo and blue text on black background. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Scary music beat. Mm. And we are above the hot desert dunes of Tatooine. Twin suns in the horizon. We move towards the horizon. In the background echoes familiar voice like ghost of a distant past. Dun, 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 um, and- <laughs> Wow. Okay. It's like John Williams is in the room. <laughs> Remember that haunting Star Wars theme? Dun, da, 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 da. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, I'm C3PO uh, and Luke. Uh, Rich, you're Han and Lando. Uh, Lisa, you're Leia. <clears throat> Sexist. C3PO. <laughs> Victims of Almighty Sarlacc, His Excellency hopes that you will die honorably. But should any of you wish to beg for mercy, the great Jabba the Hutt will now listen to your pleas. We move over a dune and see the Sarlacc pit in the distance. The sail barge lies in ruins of the... uh, The sail barge lies in ruins next of the pit, covered by sand. We continue to move toward the hole in the sand and hear more voices fading in and out and the sounds of battle. Blasters, Psh, lightsaber whooshes, pew, pew. screams. <laughs> Jabba, this is your last chance. Free us or die. Boba Fett, Boba Fett, where? All right, uh, a little higher, just a little higher. That, I Come. have the same voice for both guys. I got to work on this. <laughs> That's how it was in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, we got to get out of here fast. Point it at the deck. Sounds of deck gun firing, the sail barge exploding. Pew, pew, pew. We reached the Sarl... I can't believe I didn't think of just having you do the sound effects for this show, Lisa. (laughs) We reached the the Sarlacc's mouth of a thousand teeth and few tentacles. (laughs) We move inside the Sarlacc's mouth in absolute darkness, deep in Sarlacc's stomach. We see dim red light glowing from the darkness. A vague humanoid figure is against the red light in a cross pose wrapped in tentacles. We move closer at the figure. The dim red light reveals more details of the figure. Mandalorian armor, jetpack, wrist gauntlets, and familiar helmet with T-shaped visor. He's Boba Fett! Trapped in Sarlacc's tentacles, motionless, half dead, half alive. Unfamiliar voices whisper to Boba. Boba. Boba, where are you? How's your Boba? Do you want to be Boba Fett? Or do you want someone else to be Boba Fett? I can be Boba Fett. All right, remember... He's New Zealand Boba Fett, not Empire Strikes Back Boba Fett. Oh, shit. New Zealand? Where did you get that? I didn't read that in the script. That's the that's where the actor's from. He was cast from Hollywood royalty, basically. Oh, God. This dude was in Moana. Hang on. So read it like a Maori warrior. What? Maori warrior? Yeah. And do your hand like this so that it sounds like you're distorted. Okay. Um. <laughs> he was in Moana? Let me... Boba Fett was, yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta I gotta get into it. Hang on. Uh, mm-hmm. uh Do you need some this help? is a cold reading, you don't have time. Oh shit. Uh, if like- I got about the sipsis, that's all me. <laughs> there we go. Uh <laughs> No. <laughs> there they come again. Voices squirming in the deepest parts of my mind, taunting me, keeping me alive. We move closer of Boba Fett's helmet face. (laughs) Helmet surface glimmer from red. Tentacle around the neck. I wasn't always in this wretched pit. Once I had a life. Life beyond this pit. Now it's only a distant memory. We fade to black. Title 1313, A Star Wars Story, comes out of the darkness and with triumphant music. 
Pretty sure that's Indiana D- Jones. Different, <laughs> different property, but boy, wouldn't it be great if we could get it for this? <laughs> Gotta get back in time. <laughs> cruel, cruel summer. We, we crossfade to a blue sky with two moons in the sky. One big, other small. Exterior, Coruscant, Imperial City, evening. This is scene two. Yep, that's right. <laughs> The blue sky and moons of planet Coruscant. Huge transport ship, a corvette, swooshes downward the screen. Similar to Tantive Four, much smaller, we pan down after the ship, revealing the vast and endless city landscape of Coruscant. Hundreds of huge skyscrapers, scrapers, flying cars, and ships go midst of the Imperial City. Bright sun is descending behind the horizon as three TIE fighters buzz past by. Intercut Corvette. What's TIE? Uh, twin ion engine. It's those those ones that are that go, ooh, and they've got there's like a little guy in the center, and then two arms, and then two vertical planes, and people die in them. <laughs> Often, right? yeah, but they deal death from them too. They're really versatile ships. Okay, they're bad guy ships. Okay, yeah, bad guy uh, ships. Yeah, oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> Don't the good guys also drive them? No, the drive, them. good guys fly X-wing fighters and Corellian cruisers like the millennium falcon okay i can picture an x-wing thing okay yeah. great okay they only fly tie fighters when they're trying to escape from don't worry about it but i appreciate your dedication to craft if you couldn't imagine the ship you couldn't realistically act like you were looking at one Seriously. so good work thanks <clears throat> intercut corvette lonely figure is admiring the view through a slit window as city goes pass by <laughs> young man has a buzz cut wears gray and bluish outfit with wrist gauntlets one word and body armor, Mandalorian armor. He's young Boba Fett. Hexagon door behind him opens with a swooshing sound, and in the room walks a rough-looking human with a ponytail and shoulder pads. (laughs) (laughs) What's more intimidating than that? (laughs) Smuggler-looking man in his late 40s. He's Lem Barlow. Boba doesn't react to him, keeps looking outside. Hey, I didn't toot you for sightseeing. We have work to do. Silent Boba turns his head and looks at Lem. City hasn't changed. Still one each cost of fuck of glass and steel. But now you're young, Boba. Do you still need your hand in front City of you? City hasn't changed. <laughs> still one each cost of fuck of glass and steel. There's one director here that has always been gravelly and um, hand in front of his face. Okay, He's just, wearing a know. Mandalorian helmet. Do I, I need know. to read the stage directions I to you 50 more times? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Uh, all right. So Lem responds, Have you been here before? Yes, as a prisoner. We both end up in prison if the Empire discovers what we're holding. Come. Lem goes and pushes a switch next to a diamond-shaped door. It swooshes open. Boba follows Lem to a pentagon-shaped long hallway. On the floor are crates scattered around. What, what fucking shape are the crates? How am I supposed to... <laughs> anyway. Rows of tilted doors, each side with small hatches on them. They are cells and escape pods. Loud thud comes from one of the cells when shadowy figure hits the door and yells to Boba. You can... That's you. Question marks is Lisa. <laughs> Let me out. <laughs> you said you didn't know what frog sounded like. <laughs> I can't breathe in here. Boba hits the door and acts tough. Quiet, man! You'll be lucky for breathing at all. You can be lucky for breathing at all. You snotty brat! You're a traitor of your kind! There is no my kind. Now that's an odd line, because there are literally millions of his kind. He is <laughs> cloned. Anyway, Boba resumes walking with Lem, while Monster move around in other cells, as seen through the window hatches, making noises of growls and snarls. I must say this is <laughs> Quiet now! <laughs> I must say, this is the saddest rust bucket I've ever flown in. I've seen worse. Hell, I've lived in worse. Why couldn't we use my ship? We need something less obvious, like a standard cargo ship. Feels more like you brought me along just to do your dirty work. You think this is the dirty work? You better get ready for a wake-up call, kid. It's a lot dirtier where we're heading. So get comfortable. It's a long way down. Down? (laughs) They stop walking and Lem turns to Boba Fett. Yeah, down. Drop-off point is not on Coruscant, it's underneath it. 
Lem continues to the door end of the hallway. Boba makes... <laughs> What's on the other end of the hallway if not a door? <laughs> Lem continues to the door end of the hallway. Boba makes confused face and follows Lem as they enter the bridge. There's a pilot droid, FA-4, rod neck and hammer kind head. Red holographic footage appears middle of the control consoles, revealing two TIE fighters moving toward them. Looky here, here comes the imps. The two TIE fighters fly next of the cargo corvette and match speeds with it. Um, Rich, why don't you do TIE pilot? Unidentified Carolinian cargo ship. What is your call sign? Lem goes to sit next of the pilot droid as Boba follows. Let me take this. To comlink. This is blow me over. Come again? I didn't quite get that. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Ixion uh, 11. Your cargo and destination? Transporting moose to Piccadilly Dairy on the level 1313. Hold your current course as we scan your ship. Go right ahead. Moof milkers. <laughs> TIE Fighter scans the Corvette as the fly over the city landscape. Boba shows worry. Should we worry? <laughs> Look, kid, I don't get this far in my life if I didn't at least get my basics covered. Oh, shit. You're clear to proceed. Thank you for your cooperation. Machine voice. Cargo ship cleared to descend on the level 1313. I love that. That was honoring. That was clearly what the what the writer wanted. <laughs> the, I don't. I don't know what an F fourteen droid is. Uh, that did a, sound a little F fifteen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that she was clearly in the danger zone, <laughs> just like the F 14s and Top Gun. <laughs> the two Tie Fighters break off from escorting the Corvette as it flies over the massive hole that has a shaft that goes all the way in the planet's core. <laughs> <laughs> The hole has a shaft, guys. <laughs> Corvette Ixion 11 maneuvers over it. Is that it? Yeah, loose anus of Coruscant that shits out scum and villainy. Take a deep breath, it's going to be the last fresh air you're going to get for a while. Another hologram pops out, showing the shaft going through Coruscant and ship descending as the counter counts down the levels from 5217. Boba gets to goggle it and grins. Boba goes to goggle it and grins. You think Goggle is a search engine? <laughs> I just decided to goggle a giant shaft through planet. Let's see what comes up. Oh, you don't want to goggle that. No, and turn on safe search. All right, going back to the script. Fresh air is overrated. Let's see how you feel about it when we get thousands levels down. Ixion 11 Corvette descends in the shaft floor by floor under the city, past layer after layer of cities. Out of the reach of sunlight, bright electric lights, spotlights, blue and red strobe lights litter the shaft walls. Only small shuttles fly through the shaft, until a huge Viper Freighter silently flies above the passing by Ixion 11 Corvette. Viper Freighter's shape bears some resemblance to a TIE Advanced, if it didn't have round shapes to it, bulky and wide, with a tail with bulky fins. The ominous ship descends after the Corvette. Inside the Viper is a cargo space, and men in white tech- Time out. I, I know this one. Then there will be a, another ship that's bigger than that one, and that ship will eat the first one right, just right in time to save them. <laughs> it's a little, it's a Star Wars thing. He's right. Inside the Viper is a cargo space and men in white tactical armor and blue overalls. So, stormtroopers in overalls, wearing intricate white helmet with slit for eyes, gas mask type. Eight men sit each side of the cargo room. They are mercenaries. Outer hatch at the back opens, and huge droid with a red glowing cyclop eye, bulky upper body, AA turrets attached to its back, big robot hands, walks. <laughs> you know what they say about the size of a robot's hands. Walks between the mercenaries toward the open back hatch. Big gloves. It. <laughs> yeah. It's Gog. It makes robotic gurgle and gipperish. It might be gipperish. Might be a soft G. I think it's gipperish. He talks like Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Gog reaches the outer hatch and sees the Ixion 11 Corvette below. Gog takes from a winch and huge cable and jumps without hesitation toward the Corvette. Huge leap. Gog lands on the Corvette hard and slides along the hull. Gog slams its big metal hand on the surface, scraping the metal and shooting out sparks as it slows himself down. 
I like it. Intercut Corvette Bridge. Bubba and Lem look up, alarmed by the impact noise. Something's not right here. Go check your cargo. Right. Lem pulls out a blaster and moves toward the cargo bay. Bubba goes and takes from a corner Django Fett's helmet and puts it on. Masked Bubba then pulls out his blaster and follows Lem inside the Pentagon hallway and row of cells. Lem and Bubba look around with their blasters as they move middle of the cargo bay. Shadowy man at the furthest cell looks out from door hatch as confused. Bubba and Lem lower their weapons. Maybe it... Huge explosion back of the cargo bay. Shockwave throws crates. <laughs> Lem and Boba, other end of the hallway. Lots of electric sparks and smoke, which gets sucked out of the breach. You gonna do a sucking sound for us? <laughs> My fault, listeners. Sorry. From the settling smoke come the mercs with blasters. Boba and Lem struggle to get up and take cover behind the crates. There they are, covering fire. Mercs take cover behind crates and fire red lasers at Boba and Lem, squatting behind some crates. Pew, pew, pew. Damn it, all my gear was in that section. Meanwhile, Gog goes to the cell door of the shadowy man. Gog transforms its finger into laser cutter and starts to cut the lock. Massive sparks. Boba notices the bright cutting light. They're after my bounty! And you're gonna let them? Boba makes a certain look through his visor at Lem. <laughs> Give me cover fire. Lem shoots back from the cover, forcing the mercs take cover. Bubba lunges over the crate behind another crate, firing blue laser arc toward the mercs, hitting one in the chest, ah. blowing out blood in pieces. <laughs> Bubba has to hunker down behind cover again, getting laser hits all around him. Bubba sees cells making alarms, then sees one of the mercs near one of the cell hatches. Bubba aims at the emergency release buttons and shoots them out. Cell's escape pod function launches the cells on the right out of the ship. Suction pulls one of the Merc out of the ship screaming. <laughs> Lem isn't happy. Hey, don't shoot my merchandise. It's kind of a design flaw, huh? That when you release the escape pods, it just leaves a huge hole in the ship. <laughs> Gog keeps laser cutting the cell lock and finally removing it. Bob, uh, Boba rushes toward the rear, takes cover against a pile of crates, aims Merc's foot behind it, and blasts off tip of his boot. Merc screams and comes out of cover. Boba takes the Merc as a human shield. Two Mercs come out of cover and shoot at Boba, hitting the Merc human shield instead, littering the body with bloody holes. Ew. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. This is the one Quentin Tarantino is going to direct. There you go. <laughs> oh, wait, that's Star Trek. Fuck. Boba shoot both mercs with ease from behind the dead merc. Whole ship shakes from the explosion damage. Boba and Lim fall on the floor. Shot merc flies out of open right side. <laughs> Metal junk falls from the ceiling and block the hallway. Boba looks from the floor and sees the bulky Viper freighter descending past the wall opening, lowering the cable attached to the Corvette. Lem has got up and runs past Boba. Come on, they're getting away! Lem grabs the fallen junk and tries to lift it up. Boba goes and helps, helps him to lift up the blown piece of junk. Gog and mysterious shadowy figure at the breach, they jump and grab the cable and slide it down. They're taking a mark! Boba and Lem, with combined power, get the junk out of the way and go to the breach. Uh, out of nowhere comes a merc and takes Lem in a headlock. Lem elbow hits him and takes him in headlock. Lem yells to Boba, Give me a hand with this guy! Boba goes and punches the Merc in the helmet head, knocking. <laughs> Boba goes and punches the Merc in the helmet head, knocking him out. Boba runs to the edge of the breach and sees the Mark and Gog sliding inside the Viper freighter. Boba looks at Lem, who's dragging the unconscious Merc toward an open escape pod. Boba spreads his arms. Any time now. Hold on a minute. Toss me a detonator. Lem throws the Merc in the escape pod as Boba pulls out a thermal detonator. Boba throws the detonator to Lem. He arms it and throws the detonator in the pod, as Merc becomes again conscious, only to discover being trapped with the detonator. <gasps> Time to tilt things back to our favor. With the escape pod? What are you doing? Express elevator to hell! <laughs> Lem makes an evil grin and closes the hatch as Merc tries to climb out of the pod. Lem launches the pod toward the Viper freighter. Pod hits the tail section and huge explosion that rips through the freighter. Freighter lost balance and makes hard decline. Commit to these sound effects, please. <laughs> freighter lost balance and makes lost freighter lost balance and makes hard decline. 
Cable pulls the Corvette with it. Corvette hits the freighter. Oh. Boba has to jump to cover as Behemoth ship, ships crash into each other. Ships separate, both on hellish fire. Smoke trails are left behind as ships descend through the shaft. Lem chuckles like a maniac. Boba rises from the floor, sounding angry. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Will you do your mana- your chuckle, your maniac chuckle here? <laughs> Are you crazy? Was that really necessary? <laughs> no. <laughs> Lem then runs toward the breach and jumps down. That was in the script, <laughs> listeners. Lem then rushes. Uh, Lem then runs toward the breach and jumps down on the Viper freighter. Boba holsters his blaster and follows Lem and jumps on the burning freighter. Boba land on the tail, struggling to cling on. Lem is more further on the ship. Boba loses his grip and Hang rolls on. on there the- are Klingons in this. <laughs> <laughs> Lem is more further on the ship. Boba loses his grip and rolls on the tail fin that breaks apart. Boba grabs on the fin, almost tearing off the fin. Boba, hang on! It's gonna rip off! Boba climbs along the fin. Howling wind breaks off some of the fin, hitting Boba to the side, almost losing his grip. He dangle above bottomless shaft. Boba climbs back on the fin. Well, I'm heading inside. <laughs> Boba struggles back on the hull, huge gap in front of him. He leaps over it just before the fin breaks off and flies off, hitting one of the city, hitting one of the level city towers. Lem struggles to open a hatch inside the freighter. Bubba climbs the side of the ship as pieces fly off it. I could use some hand here. No strategy, by the way. Destroying both ships at once. Quit your bitching and get over here. Tail section rips in half as Bubba is on it. He jumps over the expanding gap. One more. One merc falls screaming out of the breach. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like more of a Wilhelm scream there. What does that mean? You know, that's the famous sound effect scream where you go, it's in like all movies it was in all movies Lisa just replaced it I'll work on it glad the listeners couldn't see your O face as you made that sound one merc falls screaming out of the breach Bubba with one stretching arm grabs the edge of the ship as tail falls off Lem comes and helps Boba on the freighter. Mysterious hooded Mark and Gog Gog blasts off a rapid laser barrage at the whole winch system, disconnecting the cable, but the damage is already done. The I don't know what damage he was going to solve by blasting the winch system, but I'm having trouble following this action anyway. Ixian 11 Corvette plunges toward the freighter again. In its bridge, the holographic shaft and counter counts down levels down in rapid speed. There's a shaft in this shaft. <laughs> 2175 to 2110 to 1998 to 1879. Good year. <laughs> 1879? Fucking killer. Bubba and Lem try to pull open a hatch top of the ship. They are unaware of the plunging down Corvette above them. Corvette hits the rear, destroying more the already destroyed tail. <laughs> destroying more the already destroyed tail, declining the freighter. Lem pulls the hatch open and clings from the hatch as Bubba flies off and slides along the declining hull. Bubba extends out from his wrist gauntlet side vibro blades and sinks them in the metal, slowing down his slide. Gog grabs from a seat strut, stropping. That's hard to say. Gob grabs. Gob. Gog. Fuck. We may need to Gog do some edits. sells seashells. Gog slits a sheet. A sheet he slits. Gog grabs from a seat strut, stopping its slide. Mysterious Nailed Mark- it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to be on the voice. <laughs> Mysterious Mark slides next to Gog. It grabs the person. We see more detail about him. He seems to be wearing a black and orange colored armor and fluttering robe. Hood covers his face. He seems He's he is the guy from the Hallo- the Spirit Halloween store logo sign. <laughs> Corvette rushes and skims the Viper freighter with a massive sparks and loud sound of grinding metal. Bubba isn't slowing down fast enough. Both massive ships descend fast speed, hitting a couple of passing by shuttles, massive explosions, and epic destruction. Corvette skims past the freighter just before Bubba slides into it, almost falling after the Corvette. 
Boba's wrist gauntlet gets stuck at the edge of the breach, leaving him dangle on it. <laughs> A lot of dangling from things, huh? In the first two minutes. Viper Freighter starts to level. Lem doesn't see Boba. He decides to crawl inside the ship hatch. Gog makes robotic gyp gipperish, <laughs> moves his head back on top and AA turned backside as it takes the mysterious mark under its armpit and crawls toward the inner door. Hey! Try again? <laughs> hey! Watch it! Excellent line read from four question marks. These pretzels are making me thirsty! <laughs> <laughs> There is just like a lot of description. You know, like, was this the best choice? <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, we got to read it for five minutes before we chose it. Uh, also, this is not normal for a uh, for a Hollywood screenplay to have this much prose. But here we are. Okay. <clears throat> so sit back and enjoy. It's just my meds are kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Boba hangs from the breach, trying to get his wrist gauntlet unstuck, when he notices that he sees inside the ship's top floor and Merc getting up and pulling out his blaster, intent to kill. Boba quickly uses his other wrist gauntlet, aims at the Merc, and fires his Sonic Gun at the Merc. In caps, as if it's a character, Sonic Gun. Sonic Gun. <laughs> Concussion Soundwave projectile that hits the Merc and throws him against the wall, bouncing off it and flying out of the breach, screaming. Boba grunts and bends his feet on the ceiling, and pulls his other wrist gauntlet unstuck. Pull his. Uh, let me take that again. Bubba grunts and bends his feet on the ceiling and pull his other wrist gauntlet unstuck. Bubba falls on the floor's cut edge, almost falling off the ride again. Bubba clings on, groans, and climbs inside the ship. Ixion 11 Corvette is plunging down far ahead of the Viper. Couldn't, couldn't he have some, like, witty line there? If he's going to be our main character... <laughs> Give him, give him like a like a Han Solo esque kind of like I don't know something. Well, I think in the spirit of the screenplay, how about whoa, almost fell down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I got these wrist gauntlet thingies. He'd be too much like Batman if he started like making comments, right? Bat. Or is he whoa. like Batman? <laughs> almost fell down. <laughs> Just thinking about the gadgets and the gizmos, a plenty. You know, we have a we have another. Who's it's and what's it's galore. Not <laughs> <laughs> think of a bobs. I got twenty. <laughs> but who cares? <laughs> okay, we may need to put that scene in later. <laughs> Ixion Eleven Corvette is plunging down far ahead of the Viper Freighter. Holographic shaft inside the bridge has reached the level fourteen twelve. Mm. Declining fast. 1400, 1388. I believe that's when the Gutenberg Bible was. Uh, 1365, 1346. Red strobe alarms start to blare inside the shaft as rain of fire and destruction falls through the shaft. Huge gates start to close off level 1312 below 1313 like huge pie slices coming back together. Hmm. <laughs> I can picture it. Can you make the sound of huge pie slices coming together? Good. That is a dry pie. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> oh is that on your family crest? <laughs> Batteries low. We're at fifteen percent. Um. Well, unluckily for you, Lisa, I have a charging cable. <laughs> this isn't over by far. No, I know. We're like totally at page 15 right now. <laughs> <laughs> Only at page 15. Of 200. There's about to be a line read, though, in like three more paragraphs. Well, keep talking and we'll never get to it. <laughs> Lem sneaks around in the Viper Freighter, blaster drawn out. He opens a sliding door and finds a long corridor, and inside the corridor are Gog and Mark walking away. Lem fires blaster back of Gog, only damaging it slightly. Gog pushes the Mark further along the... Gog pushes the mark further the corridor and kneels down toward Lem. Gog's head moves on his chest, and AA turrets come back on top. Gog unleashes a barrage of laser bolts. Lem has to take cover. 
Mark tries to run away, getting to a door end of the corridor. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just now I'm picturing just like a guy named Mark. Like, <laughs> average night. Well, we don't know his story yet, but I think he really needs to finish his own film. Yeah. Gog, I really hate it when you get this drunk, man. It's not cool. We power our ship with one big extension cord from the Death Star. Um, all right. Mark, Mark tries to run away, getting to a door end of the corridor. He opens it, only discover Baba with a blaster other side of it. Both are surprised by each other, but Mark quickly jabs Baba in the helmet and disarms him. They get into a furious hand-to-hand combat. Gog stops shooting and spins his upper body around to see the door closing as Baba and Mark fight. Lem comes from cover and fires a cheap shot at Gog, making it make a disapproving <laughs> buzzing sound. No, it's gotta be Ronald Reagan making a disapproving <laughs> buzzing sound. I don't know what that means. Well, well, uh, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yep. That's the best I could do. That was the right read. Uh, where did he make that disapproving buzzing sound? Uh, okay. Gog turns and sh- Gog turns back and shoots back, hitting Lem in the arm. Lem drops his blaster and groans from pain. New Zealand groan? No, Lem is uh, Cockney. Wow. <laughs> uh, I think I'll do <laughs> Lem sound effects. <laughs> Oi! Bubba and Mark in full hand-to-hand combat inside a crossroad of corridors, illuminated by fire. Mark kicks Bubba against the wall and hurries for Bubba's blaster. Bubba recovers fast and fires his sonic gun at the Mark. The wave impact throws him against the wall, unhooding him. Bubba and Mark look at each other. Mark is revealed to be a Fett clone, old, bald, and grayish beard like older version of Bubba. Fett clone and Bubba get up and lunge toward each other. Quick exchange of jabs and punches, but the Fett clone is the superior one. Fett clone gives a powerful punch in Boba's chest, flooring him. Boba looks back and makes grunting noises. <laughs> Fett clone towers over him. Uh, oh, well, Fett clone should also be Fett, huh? Is Antion the Fett clone? Yes, he's been called Mark up to this point, but yeah, it, inexplicably the name is Antion, so um, that's a Fett voice too. Okay, but older. Older. <laughs> Think like Reagan Fett. <laughs> now I <laughs> can admit it. I can admit it. You have spunk, boy, but it only takes you so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a bust pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba makes a war cry and gets up from the floor. The corridor o- door opens and Gog walks in. AA turrets ready. Bubba yelps and jumps in one of the side <laughs> corridors. Yelp, please. <laughs> Gog shoot a barrage of lasers after Boba. Fett clone Antion runs away. Boba tries to get back up when a merc runs and trips on Boba and falls on his back, only frustrating Boba even more. Get off me! Gog sees that Boba is occupied and runs after the Fett clone. Level 1312 gets closed off. Must be use the same pie technology. <laughs> Falling burning debris hits the blast doors. Corvette activates its thruster rockets and extends out flaps, trying to turn hard toward the city level 1313. Viper Freighter activates its thruster rockets and extends out flaps, making a hard turn toward the city. Baba and Merc get shaken around. Merc gets off from Baba and tries to pull out his blaster. Baba grabs the blaster barrel and redirect the shot in the ceiling. Both struggle for the blaster. G-forces start to affect them, slowly lifting them toward the ceiling. G-forces <laughs> stop affecting them. <laughs> Corvette hits the tower building at the edge of the shaft and explodes into pieces, emergency releasing rest of its, as- of its cell escape pods. One flies toward bridge of the Viper Freighter. Two mercs inside the bridge scream as the cell pod hits the bridge and explode with the bridge. Baba and Merc fly against the ceiling hard, losing the blaster. The masked merc makes female-sounding yelps. Now you've got a career in hentai. <laughs> Gog grabs the escaping Fett clone and pulls him with it toward the escape pod. Gog throws Fett clone inside the pod and follows inside. Boba sees this. Escape pod is launched out of the freighter. Freighter hits the side of a dark towering building, ripping off left wing. Boba and Merc fly against the wall. 
Bubba crawls towards the nearest escape pod as pressurized air escape escapes. Bubba feels something and turns to look. The Merc is clinging from his leg. <laughs> what the? Let go of me! Merc holds more tighter to from Bubba. Merc holds more tighter from Bubba's leg. Bubba can't do much about it and aims his wrist gauntlet at a loose strut near the escape pod and fires a whip cord around it. I like yeah, that. That's, that, that's what it sounds like in the movie. Oh, nice. Bubba reels in the rope and lets go from the wall, letting the reeling whip cord pull them. Freighter spins between buildings, destroying hologram billboards and balconies. All the spinning makes Bubba and Merc weightless. Like it does. <laughs> Bubba tries to kick off the Merc. Her helmet takes it and grabs Bubba's other leg, holding from both. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> I'd like to take that a more sincere read, please. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! I've kind of lost my accent. Hang no, on. yeah, it doesn't matter. It. it, he didn't. I mean, he didn't have one in the first couple movies anyway. <laughs> Bubba reels all the rope in. Bubba aims the wall opposite of the escape pod and fires his sonic gun. Recoil throws Bubba and the Merc inside the escape pod. Pod door closes. Freighter plummets toward the street level as it launches out its other escape pod. Inertia throws Merc against Bubba. Their helmets hit against each other, stunning them both. People and aliens run away screaming as the freighter crashes on the street, pulverizing lamp poles and air speeders. <laughs> Can you make the sound of a pulverized lamp pole? Bonk. <laughs> Debris bonks. Massive destruction. Escape pod flies over the streets. Boba flies against the Merc and hit other end of pod, hit other end of the pod, hitting their helmets again together. Pod flies through glass walls of a penthouse, scaring couple of green-skinned Rodians. Pod flies plummets down and activates thrusters to slow down the fall. Boba and Merc slide back at the other end. Pod hits through a pillar billboard, smashing it in half. Boba and Merc scream inside the pod <laughs> as it crash lands on a roof of a slum building. Silence returns. Scene three, exterior. I could use a bathroom break. <laughs> All right, let's pause. <laughs> we're, we're back from our bathroom break. We've determined that Boba is after some bounty. I think he's got some bounty. I don't know why the fuck he's on the ship. Um, or why that? Why were we going? Maybe we'll find out. Okay, scene three, exterior, level thirteen, thirteen, slums, night. Motionless and smoking pod lies on the trashed building roof. Hive rats, hairless rodents, run to safety. Pod is eerie silent. Suddenly, the hatch pops out, and Bubba and Merc spin out, fighting each other and hitting each other. Both roll around on the roof. <laughs> Don't be exhausted by these action sequences. Both I'm exhausted because we had a scene break. <laughs> and it's the same fucking scene. <laughs> Both roll around on the roof, slapping and grabbing. <laughs> Both roll around on the roof, bitch, slapping and grabbing each other. My purse! <laughs> Boba gets top of the Merc and hits him in the helmet face. <laughs> <laughs> helmet head, I helmet face. I got to find this voice again. Hang on. Sipsis. 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 <laughs> it's on me. Who the hell are you? <laughs> Boba grabs the Merc's helmet and pulls it off. Boba is awestruck from discovering a dark-haired woman, brown eyes and choppy side bangs. A woman? Is that your blaster? <laughs> Now, do you like what you just did? I do. <laughs> it sounded just like Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> I don't know who that is. You ever seen Parks and Rec? Yes. You know the crazy woman? Like, like the, the emo the, crazy girl? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you love her. Everybody loves her. Okay. Yeah. Is that your blaster or are you happy to see me? Oh, that was a good read, Lisa. Hey. What? Female Merc suddenly hits Baba in his crotch. <laughs> Baba makes long, painful howls. <laughs> sure. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> long. Yeah, I know. You you win. <laughs> it it was painful. <laughs> <laughs> Merc pushes Bubba off of her and gets up to run away. <laughs> Bubba holds his Bubba holds his crotch and <laughs> moans in pain. <laughs> he has What the fuck is the point? Hold on. What is the point of this Mandalorian armor we've been going on about so much if he gets punched in the chest and falls down and kicked in the crotch and he doesn't do a goddamn thing? It seems... Anyway. The cup attachment chafes. (laughs) You only wear that if you're going to be playing shortstop and there's a chance you're going to be taking a hot grounder. Bubba holds his crotch and moans in pain. He has struggled to shoot his whipcord around the Merc's leg. Woman yelps and falls on her face. Ah! Bubba reels her in. Okay. I'm going to do it as ex- exactly as written as best I can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You bitch. It's Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Bubba recovers slowly and moves toward the Merc. She kicks Bubba with her boots. Stop kicking me! I'll stop kicking when you die, creep! Bubba struggles between the woman's legs and aims his wrist sonic gun at her face. Which face? Her, her helmet face? It didn't, specify, <laughs> didn't specify this no, time. I think it's her actual face. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, stop struggling or I'll blow concussion waves through your eye socket back to your skull. Female Merc calms down. Both are breathless. <sighs> Look. I'm not going to harm you if you cooperate. Why the helmet? Are you ugly? But ugly under it? Boba, with other hand, removes his bluish helmet. Boba gives the woman death stare, but it has opposite effect. She bursts into laughter, surprising Boba, making him furious. <laughs> what? What is so funny? <laughs> You're just a kid. Not a kid! Mm. I'm Boba Fett. I'm a bounty hunter. Listen, babyface, maybe you should put the bucket back on. You're not fooling anybody. Huh? <laughs> You're not that older than me. Aw, thank you. I've tried to keep myself young. Uh, I can't believe what I'm hearing. Who are you? <laughs> You're not a bounty hunter or a common thief. I'm guessing mercenary. Rhea. Rhea Sirachi? Is she Italian? (laughs) (laughs) Sriracha, I think. But yeah, why not? (laughs) Pleasure to meet you. Or not. That's not what I asked. Who hired you? Who attacked us? They don't tell us shit. I don't know anything, and we have bigger problems. The imps are coming. Sounds racist. (laughs) (laughs) They don't like to be called imps. Imps, not chips. Whoa! Whoa. (laughs) We might do some editing after all! Bubba looks at the dark sky over the hollow illuminated city and the two places where the ships crashed, burning brightly. Imperial gunships with oh, spotlights. Oh, Im- imps for Imperial. Yup. Yep, okay. Imperial gunships with spotlights and fire speeders are closing in. Bubba puts the helmet back on and removes the whipcord from Rhea's leg, spins her on her stomach, and handcuffs her arms behind her back. Rhea just keeps smiling. Oh, I didn't know you were this kinky. Shut up. I can do kinky. Yay! Shut, shut up! You stepped on, shut up! Stepped on my shut line! Up, shut up! <laughs> shut up! Get up! Let's take it from I can do kinky. <laughs> I can do kinky. Shut up! <laughs> Get up! Bubba pulls Rhea up and pulls her with him. How come this author's grasp of grammar is way better in dialogue than in stage directions for some reason? Okay. Scene four, exterior. Dude, this is only the third draft. Got him a break. (laughs) (laughs) Level 1313, Viper crash site, night. Imperial gunships with spotlights under the noses descend at the freighter crash site. Ramps come down and stormtroopers run down the ramps, wearing white armor and blaster rifles. March, 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 march. (laughs) Create a perimeter. Secure the area. Scene 5, exterior, level 1313, slum apartment building, night. Bubba and Rhea hurry top of a stair shaft of a graffiti-filled building. (laughs) Bubba stops and looks down the shaft and sees stormtroopers and imperial police running up the stairs. This guy really loves the word shaft. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. He loves it. (laughs) They have dark gray outfit, face covering headgear, and red glowing eyes. 
Bubble looks at the elevators that are out of order. Rhea looks down. Imps, I hate these guys. Release my hands, I can help. Bubble looks at the windows next to them and goes to Rhea, turns her head around and unlocks the stun cuffs, and turns her back around. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, what are you doing? Bova cuffs Rhea's hands to the front and looks at her. Can you fly, Rhea? What? Boba throws Rhea through the window glass and follows after her. Boba and Rhea slide the 40-degree building side and curly metal awnings covering balconies. Both slide and fly awning to awning. Rhea screams all the way down. Ah! What kind of kyber dick tosses a lady through a window? They are running out of building when Boba launches his whipcord around some power cables hanging between the street gaps. You know, I don't want to be a dork here, Lisa, but I feel like I have to explain that last line. You see, kyber crystals are what power lightsabers, no, and I, so calling him a kyber dick is really like, I like was, it's like lightsaber dick. You I, know was, I, mean? I was going to ask. I was yeah. going to ask for a clarification on that insult. Yeah, it's really important to know that. Wait, it's an insult that they would have a lightsaber dick? I guess because... I don't know. I mean, we don't know this world. Maybe it's like being powered by Viagra instead of (laughs) people fuck aliens. Maybe they expect cold dicks. Okay. Boba slides his arm around Rhea and holds her as they plummet in the gap between buildings. Boba uses the whipcord and swings them both over the gap and through a sky terrace corridor windows. Uh Yep, I read it right. Okay. Imperial police officer is frightened when the duo crash right next to him. He draws his blaster. Imperial police, freeze. Bubba uses his sonic gun and wave punch hits the officer and throws him through barred window. Officer falls through glass ceiling in a, uh, and in a barrel of Baalmar style pickle. For... Let's try that again. Officer falls through glass ceiling and in a barrel of Baalmar style pickle, frightening the multi-armed Besalisk owner of the market store. Rhea takes this opportunity to run from Boba. Boba notices and calmly types on his wrist gauntlet, and Rhea gets electrocuted by the stun cuffs. <laughs> Rhea's eyes go under her eyelids. <laughs> I mean, Rhea's so, eyes close. Like she blinks. <laughs> Rhea's eyes go under her eyelids and falls jolting on her face. Boba walks calmly to Rhea as she moans in pain on the floor. Really? Done cuffs? I'm not done with you yet. Bubble lifts up Rhea from the floor when in the terrace corridor comes two more red-eyed Imperial police officers. Bubba and Rhea are frightened. You two, halt! Run! Bubba and Rhea run the breach that the officer was blown out. <laughs> Bubba and Rhea jump down on the curvy glass ceiling and slide down as lasers are shot over them. Bubba and Rhea drop on a green speeder truck. Imperial police officer come to the breach and look down. Can we? Can we just... Take note of the fact that the, the, the author is, uh, the symbolism of the two of them hand in hand on the glass ceiling. Oh, like, yeah. This is saying something about women's progression in the corporate world. She is handcuffed. <laughs> <laughs> but Bulba was the one who shattered the glass ceiling. So ultimately, he's the one who's going to make everything okay. The ladies just need us to do it for them. <laughs> I think I think something's gonna happen with the handcuffs. Like she's gonna she's gonna stun him back. She's gonna surprise everyone. I I just wanna say on behalf of men everywhere, <laughs> you're welcome. And I wanna say on behalf of myself, if Aubrey Plaza wants to handcuff me <laughs> you know, we can talk. Right. Yeah, if I were married to Lisa, I'd have her doing this voice later. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, going back to Imperial Police Officer come to the breach and look down. Go for backup! Rhea see the fallen Rhea sees the fallen officer's gun on the street and gets excited. Blaster! <laughs> Rhea leaps down from the truck, going after the blaster gun. Bubba leaps after her. The Imperial cop in the pickle barrel. <laughs> <laughs> this is a scene out of Aladdin. You know. One jump. Ahead of the One jump ahead of the Imperials. <laughs> Imp man. <laughs> The Imperial cop and the pickle barrel gets out and hurries for the gun. <laughs> All three hurry for the gun. Mm. All three leap on their bellies to reach the gun. We already did this. Is this, <laughs> is this an elementary school primer? <laughs> I want I want the guy in the barrel to just be wearing the barrel now. <laughs> like he just popped his feet out the bottom. <laughs> um, 
Baba leaps intentionally more further and headbutts the officer in the face, knocking him out. Mm. Rhea grabs the blaster, but Baba hits Rhea in the face with his helmet head. (laughs) (laughs) Rhea gives up the blaster to hold her forehead. You uber dickwad! That hurt! Rhea lowers her stun-cuffed hands only to get a blaster barrel pressed against her nose by Boba. Are there any other remarks you want to say to me? Nope, I'm good. Pain is good. Around the corner flies an imperial op- uh, an imperial police speeder, flashing red and blue police lights. You two on the street! You're under arrest! Do not move! Come on! Bubba pulls up Rhea and both run away of the hovering police speeder through the busy market street full of colorful aliens. I can't believe I'm back here. I was going up in the world and now I'm back in the start. Less talking, more running. (laughs) (laughs) Man. This has been a major setback for her. (laughs) (laughs) Police speeder flies with ease over the market street and aliens, sirens blaring. Boba and Rhea reach a fountain with a rusty squid alien. They run to the right, only to stop on their tracks. You ever gotten a rusty squid alien? (laughs) 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 We wrote a sketch about that once, remember? (laughs) The cleaning squid creature. They run to the right, only to stop on their tracks when they witness how a group of Imperial cops force their way through the crowd. How a group of... What? Move out of the way, citizens! There they are! Bubba and Rhea make 180-degree turn and run around the rust squid. (laughs) Two officers in the police speeder are preparing to do something. One has Bubba and Rhea targeted in the display. Tag them! Cannon-looking device comes down under the police speeder and fires blue goo toward Bubba and Rhea, instead hitting a group of three-eyed grands, making them pissed. Aw, poor grandmas. I missed! (laughs) Five Imperial cops run after Bubba and Rhea. Bubba and Rhea run along the dirty and rusty streets of the market area. <laughs> Bubba sees a side alley and one of the cell escape pods crash landed end of the alley. I know the city. If we go... Bubba grabs Rhea from the shoulder hard and pulls and pull her with him to the side alley. Rhea yelps. Uh, or not. Bubba and Rhea run along the narrow alley. Tubes and cables hang above it. Imperial police officers run after them. The police speeder can't fit between the alley and hovers in place. Bubba and Rhea reach the cell like wide pizza slice on its side. (laughs) Something huge is making sounds inside it. Bubba removes a a panel cover from it. Rhea is confused. What are you doing? We don't have time for this. Bubba exposes the fuses and removes one of them. The cell door opens. Roar comes out of the cell, frightening Rhea. Imperial police officers (laughs) stop on their tracks and look how a red reek beast with three huge horns climbs out of the cell pod. Reek roars and charges towards the Imperial cops. They scream and run back. Reek is more faster and bashes the officers around with its huge horns and crushing rest of them under its huge legs. Soon the beast is making havoc on the market street. Nice thinking. Come on, we need to get to your crash ship. We need to get where? Bubba pulls Rhea from the cuffs with him. And I think this is probably a good place to stop for today. <laughs> oh, we, I never restarted the timer. Darn. We made it 25 pages into this 200-page script. Okay, so like an eighth, an eighth. Just, the Red just seven, Beast. Seven more episodes of this. I'm stoked, this. I'm stoked that Reek got a job after Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using all my taste to not make red reek beast jokes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, I believe we have a structure to this show, which is... We take questions. <laughs> we, no, we don't have any questions yet. That'll come when there are listeners for this show. Uh, oh, so here's, here's the final segment uh, after we've performed the show. We're gonna, it's called Oscar Moments. And we're going to go through, and each of us are going to say the moment that we felt was the most cinematically hard hitting, uh, in you know, in whatever sense you you think that means. How many categories? You only get one. <laughs> uh, and we're not congratulating ourselves for best actor here. We're we're finding moments in the script that we thought were really great. I mean, I was just just thinking about sound design. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. (laughs) 
You know, I didn't have you in mind when I designed this show. <laughs> Forgot how you behave. I do not. <laughs> so let's see, Rich, what was your favorite moment of the show? Oh, it, it's every episode? Yeah, every episode we're going to talk about our favorite moment from that from that show. Um, I I think I got to give it up for uh, the holographic shaft inside the shaft. <laughs> that shows some some real fucked up imagination. <laughs> uh, Lisa, what There's, was what was your favorite moment? You know, I'm not ready yet. Oh right, I need I need more think time. Okay. Uh, I'm not proud of this, but my favorite moment in the entire script is the part where C-3PO says the part about the mighty Sarlacc. <laughs> because I could imagine, like, that was the most vivid uh, and easy to ma- imagine scene for me. And I could imagine an actual Boba Fett movie starting that way and it being kind of okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's it's many teeth and few tentacles. Like, <laughs> that's evocative to me. <laughs> Uh, Lisa? I think I like when she calls him a, ba- a baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're being a real baby. <laughs> That's my Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> Do I need to channel some more California? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. That's pretty good. There's a real meat cute happening here where like they don't like each other at first, they but pretty kick soon. Each other in the face. In the, <laughs> no, the in slapping. The, the slap helmet, helmet in face. the helmet face. <laughs> <laughs> slapping each other. I just pictured like a <laughs> uh, Lisa is paddling like a little dog, listeners. <laughs> she will someday learn that mime is not communicated through the medium of podcast, I but th- I think everyone was able to visualize exactly what I was doing with just that sound. (laughs) Well, coming up next week, we will be finding out just what happens to Boba Fett uh, in his terrifying scrape with what? What's going on in in the thing? They're still running from the police, I think. Or the guy in the pickle barrel. (laughs) (laughs) Will the helmet-faced police officer escape the pickle barrel? This is the... Until then, I'm John. I'm Rich. I'm Lisa. And this is Cold Readings. Good night. So cold. (laughs) God damn it! Do we have a name for this? Yeah, Cold Readings. Cold Readings. Oh. See, it's a double entendre mm. based on the fact that we have not read the script. And also, this shit's going to be cold, girl. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a Clown Car Drive-By production. This is for you, Chuckles. <laughs>